Hello everyone, this is Kim Langling, your host of Let Fear Bounce. Today I have the pleasure of welcoming in Linda P. Thompson. She empowers, inspires, and encourages women and individuals to live the best life by removing challenges that hinder their lives. She's also an author and a public speaker, and she has many years of experience serving moms, families, teenagers, and domestic violence survivors as a social worker, in which she just recently retired after 27 years. So everybody sit back, grab a cup of coffee, relax, and let's listen in to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Today I have with me the lovely Linda Thompson. She is here. She's an author, a multi-published author, actually. Um, She empowers, inspires, and encourages women and individuals to live their best life ever by removing challenges and roadblocks that hinder. She's a published author and speaker, health and life coach. Her messages are of positivity and wholeness in every area. She is known as a positive change agent. She retired from public health social work in 2018 and received the 2018 North Carolina Old North State Award for 27 plus years of service and community volunteerism from the governor's office. She has a third book, actually, that she's a co-author in that's going to be releasing next month, and that is entitled Voices of the 21st Century with with the Women's Speakers Association. She enjoys seeing lives transform. So, Linda, oh my goodness, and I cannot forget, I cannot forget you just very recently were awarded by the Brains 500 the Brains 500 Global Award selected by Brains Magazine as one of a total of 500 companies entrepreneurs influential leaders and business owners recognized for your entrepreneurial success achievements and dedication to helping others what an achievement Linda welcome first off but congratulations second off on that great award Yes, and thank you. Thank you for having me here today. And I am very honored to receive the award and to be on your show today. I am so happy to have you. I've been looking forward to this. Um, We were talking a little bit prior to us uh, hitting the record button here and that you are retired. And when you were working though in the, uh, the social health field, tell us what you were doing during your, your work, your 27 years of, of work. (laughs) Okay, for um, when I was working at the, it was the Wayne County Health Department, I worked in a maternity clinic, serving single moms and families. We helped them promote um, healthy lifestyles, healthy pregnancies, and we, I taught parenting classes, I was in, active in the community with domestic violence, uh, child abuse, um, foster grandparent program, I did a lot of um, things out in the community. And that was very rewarding for me. Oh my goodness. It sounds like it would be. I bet you, I, I bet you had a, a positive impact on many, many lives over all those years. Oh yes, I did. And along with the other social workers, because some of the young ladies, they ended up, um, you, you come 
you you come in one way and you go out another way. A lot of them ended up being business owners, social workers, nurses, CNAs. You know, they had to get they got their careers because we encouraged them and we empowered them. You know, to do better. And um, so, yes, it, it was very rewarding to see their lives change. And oh, I, mm -hmm. oh yeah. I bet I bet it was. Do you have like one story? And I, you know, you worked for a long time in that field, but do you have a story that really sticks with you that was, you know, a, a, a tough, a, a tough life story, but sticks with you and it turned out, you know, for the better for, for the person involved, for the young lady involved? I'll, I'll make it, I'll pick one that's very short. There was a young lady, one of my clients, she was very, very shy. And when she came into the office, to talk to me, soon as she sat down, she wouldn't look me eye, eyeball to eyeball. She would kind of tilt her head down and talk to me that way. And I asked her why she do that. She said, I'm shy and I just don't like talking to people. So I let her do that for a couple of, you know, sessions, her coming in. And gradually, you know, I, I, I let her know, I said, it's always good to hold your head up and to look people in the eye. You know, and because that way I know you're paying attention and they're paying attention to you. So to make a long story short before, because, you know, we normally with somebody from three months up until seven months, depending on when they came in the pregnancy. So I do want to say that by the time it was time for her to deliver, when she came into the office, she held her head up and she would, we would carry on a conversation face to face. And I just praised her so much. And she said, wow, I didn't know I could do that. And, I'm, and she was about, I would say she was maybe about 21 or 22. And she's all her life, that's, she always had her head down. And nobody really encouraged her to look up or whatever. So I, when you asked me that question, she automatically came to my mind. That's wonderful. Isn't it nice to look back to know that you, you made a difference in her life and, um, she was able to, to move forward with her head held high. You know, that's, that's a big, that's a big, um, oh, it's a self-empowerment thing, but it's also, a, you know, a confidence thing. She obviously didn't have a whole lot of confidence. No, she, she did not. She did not. And she started dressing different. She just started acting different. So I was like, wow. I told her, you had that in you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> And so many, and I've, I was noticed and noticing on um, the topics that you that you typically discuss are uh, that deal with anxiety and stress, resilience, domestic violence, fear, parenting. Um, that's a lot of heavy. Those are that's a lot of heavy topics right there that um, that you talk about. Do you share a lot of a lot of that now that you're retired and stuff, do you share a lot of that now publicly? Do you do a lot of public speaking on those topics? Yes, I do. Um, I do a lot of speaking. Of course, now it's on Zoom or podcast. And my messages are still the same because Kim, once you um, have worked in the, the, the public, the service field, serving field, that never goes away from you if that's a part of you. And that's all I ever know. So, before I retired, I became a certified health and life coach, as well as a speaker and an author. And in my books, it's a positivity message and an empowerment message. 
So I still use that through my speaking even now. I retired from public health, but I didn't retire from serving others. And we never should. <laughs> no, no. You know, when some people retire, it's like, okay, maybe I was this position when I was working and they don't, they don't do anything connected to what they used to do because maybe for various reasons, maybe they didn't love it or maybe they feel I've done enough of that. But, you know, so I, I worked 27 plus years in the same place, but I've worked in the prison with male inmates. I worked in the prison with uh, halfway house, women coming out of the halfway house. I worked with youth. So I've, I've worked with a variety of people all throughout the years. You know, that wasn't my first job. So I've, I've worked with a lot of people and um, I like it. So when you, um, you're working with folks that have anxiety and stress and you, and you try and build their, their confidence and resilience and such. Give me an example of someone that you're typically talking to or, you know, you, you're a life coach. How would you, if someone was coming to you, they were just having, let's say, daily anxiety attacks. Now, granted, you know, you'd have to know a lot more background, but how would you, how would you approach that? Someone's coming to you saying, you know, I have, I have an anxiety every single day. Uh, can't sleep, can't eat. How is it that you approach that? If someone can't sleep, can't eat, First of all, I will ask them, do they know where it's coming from? Second, I will ask, um, how do you feel before, you know, what were you doing around that time? Because no one is really anxious every minute of the day. But a lot of time I would ask, what, what are your triggers? What, what makes you anxious? Mm -hmm. Because that can be different for, um, for everyone. And I will let people know that what you're feeling is to you is real, but it doesn't necessarily have to be real in reality. And uh, because some fears that we have, you know, fear is of being afraid of the unknown a lot of times. A lot of times we're fearful because we think A, B, C, D might happen. And that might be so far from the truth. But in our mind, that's what we think. So we will have to you know, strategize and see how you feel and what brings on these triggers and what do you want to do to get rid of that? You know, what do you need to remove you know, to get rid of that? Because that doesn't happen overnight. So normally that is a process. Yeah, it is definitely a journey. <laughs> yes. Definitely yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I, I myself live with post-traumatic post stress. Um, so at times I still will have anxiety, you know, or depression and many other things that come along with post-traumatic stress. Um, yeah. and in, in working with, and I was in the military, so it's from a, it's from an incident that happened while I was in the military a, wow. long, a long time ago. I just, I know that over the years, um, the weight has become less and less as I have grown on my own journey and, I'm able to feel and spot the triggers much quicker yeah. and able to, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily stop them, but I recognize them for when they're coming. And I know what tools to pull out of my toolbox to either stop them or I just breathe and work through them, you know? 
Sometimes you just have to breathe through them. <laughs> and, and Kim, that's what I'm glad you said it because that's what I tell people. Just breathe in, breathe out. And it's amazing what just breathing does to release that. Like you say, it's not going to go away just like that, but we have to find things, ways to, um, you know, to, to cope with it or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you, when you learn those breathing techniques, it does make a big, big difference. <laughs> it does. It, it does. Because if you get, and I know that I've, and I can recognize simply because I've lived with it for so long, I can recognize it in others. Or you can, at least I can recognize it. I still, I'll see someone, you know, taking deep breaths, but then I'm going, oh, you know, they're, they're on the edge right now. They are on the edge of a panic attack right now. And I'll walk over and just calmly say, we're going to take a deep breath and hold it for three seconds and then let's let it out. And it surprises people because I've done this to strangers. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll recognize it and I'll, and I'll get this nudge and it, Usually it's God saying, you got to go on, you, you know, what's going on over there. Get on over there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to step out of my comfort zone an awful lot lately because he nudges me, but I have done that a lot more in the last couple of years. It seems I've, at least I've recognized it and seen it more. And right. then, I get, then I get that little nudge and I walk over or, or, you know, you see someone struggling for whatever reason, and I'll just walk over. And a lot of times someone just needs to be acknowledged that they're hurting. Right, that's what I was getting ready to say. That's true, that's true. Yep, just to, to not feel like they're completely alone. Even if I can't help them personally, I can at least acknowledge, I see your hurt and I empathize with you. And can I pray for you? Right, because Kim and the, um collaborative book that's coming out next month with um, Voice with Women's Speaker Association. In my chapter, I made the comment, like you just said, we have to acknowledge people what they're feeling. And I said, it's okay to not be okay, but we can't stay there. We have to find ways to uh, maneuver that and to cope with that so that it doesn't hinder you from you know, your daily, whatever you may have to do. Because a person, whatever a person feels, they feel that. And we don't have to try to change their mind. It's okay to acknowledge that, feel that. But let's do something different. Try to do something different. Right, right. Feel it, but don't, don't get yourself stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because I, I, when um, my, a couple of years ago, it's been about eight now. Um, when I was losing cousins, siblings, you know, different one loved ones, and I was like, I was, I began, I became a little anxious and stuff because whenever you get bad news, it's like, okay, if the phone ring, okay, now what, you know, because I don't have any family in the town that I'm in, so it was like, okay, what's the news today, you know, right. I just had to pray real hard. But I would, I would get a little bit anxious. Is, is it any good news today? You know, <laughs> and Kim, it got so bad one time I told um, my family members, I told some people in my family, I said, do not call me at work to tell me that someone passed or to give me any bad news. 
wait till after five o'clock when I get home and then I deal with it then. Yes. Yeah. That was probably a good plan on your part. <laughs> right. Right. So I know what it feels like to be anxious and um, to have fear. I, I know what that feels like. And that's not something we, we have to stay stuck with. That is right. That is right. So you have been a co-author in a book. Have you ever, have you written a book on your own of just your own stuff? Yes. Uh, my first book, my first baby, Kim, was Jealousy or Envy, Is There a Killer in You? With the subtitle, Stop the War Within and Be Set Free. And the war within is, that's dealing with our emotions, being competitive, being jealous or competing with people in a negative way, talking bad about somebody, betraying somebody. And that book is good for people who are bullied or people who just want to understand people going through domestic violence. And just for your personal, you know, um, whatever, that, that book is good for that. And the second one is Speak Positively and Expect the Victory, Words of Wisdom. And both of these books are about the power of words we create with our words. We have to be, be very careful and mindful of the things that we say, because I truly believe whatever we say is going to come true, whether we want it to or not, when we put those words out in the atmosphere. So those are the two books. And then the third next month is a collaborative book, and I'm a co-author of that. So are your first two books, are they available on Amazon? Yes, they're available on Amazon and um, through the publishers as well. Yes. Okay. So let's see here. You're going to have to get me the link to the books on Amazon so I can add that. Okay. And if people go to my website, which is www.lindathompsonspeaker.com, the link to Amazon is on my website and they can oh. purchase it. They can purchase it there or they can just amazon.com and put in my name or put in jealousy or envy or speak positively and it'll come up. Fantastic. Because I am sure that the listeners are going to want to uh, go and check them out. I know I certainly want to check them out. I, I like how you said you said both of those books that you've written um, are about or words. talk about the power of words. Yes. And, you know, that set just those three words alone, the power of words. I don't think a lot of people don't realize just how, how powerful their words are. Um, as a writer, I, I'm a, I'm a published author. I have several books out and a couple that I've been a co-author in, and I'm just finishing up another book. I know. So for me, there's a different power of words. I, I want to share my words to invoke empathy in others. I want others to feel. I want to change the world one story at a time, you know, and hoping that it resonates with someone that is sitting in a hard time and it helps them realize, wow, I, I don't have to be stuck here and I can get out of this. Um, and it just sounds like yours just in a bit of a different direction, but doing the same thing, you know, the power of words and how you can give people, they can become resilient. You, they're, you're empowering them is what you're doing with your books. Yes, because Kim, the um, jealousy or envies or killing you, that book, I mentioned how when we were children, 
some children, the things that our parents or teachers or guidance counselors said to us, if it was negative, that carries over into adulthood. And people don't even realize that if, if they said you would never be nothing or you stupid or you just don't look the part or whatever, those hurtful words, they, they stick with you. They certainly do. And you, when you're at that younger age, you don't realize it because you've been you've now been given a label and that's how you see yourself. Right, right. Because yeah. I always tell people, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I always um, tell people where you are today, think about the things that you said. Are you where you are today, either good or bad because of something you said? I said, because we create our lives. And the answer is always yes. Sometimes we don't want to really admit it or see it that way, but that what brings those type things bring out, you know, uh, um, another insight for people to think about. And I often ask people, have you ever been betrayed by anyone? How did that make you feel? You know, did that make you want to strike back like they did and talk bad about them or, or whatever? But we have to, those emotions, we have to put them in check. And I do want to say, think about both of the books. I always like to let people know, Kim, that I have a lot of scriptures in the books and uh, words of encouragement. And neither book has to be read according to chapter. It's not like telling a story. It's more like a reference book. And you can read one chapter today if you want to read something on marriage or you want to read what jealousy is or how it's manifested or whatever, just go straight to that chapter. You don't have to read chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, like most books, because I know people are busy and I on purpose wrote it like that. I, I love books like that, actually. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate when people think to do books because my books are like that as well. <laughs> okay, good, good, yeah. good. I can't wait to get them. Um, so let's see here. What, what are you doing now then? You said you're retired, but you certainly don't sound like you're sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm retired. I'm retired from public health, but now I'm speaking, um, I'm sharing the messages in my books because I want my book to be known all around the world. And I just want to impact so many people's lives to let them know that they're special. No matter what anyone have told you that you wouldn't be or you're not good enough, that is not true because you are wonderfully and beautifully made. So I'm just trying to give back to people that hope and that self-esteem that maybe nobody never hugged you or told you that you love. I put those messages in the book to let people know that you are okay. That's beautiful. You're bringing tears to my eyes. <laughs> so I'm still, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm, I, um, I, I'm just still doing what I did when I was working. I'm just doing it, you know, on another level now and touching as many lives that I possibly can. And I, I'm doing good with that. And um, I love it. I love it. My business is, I just, uh, my business name is Partner of Positive Change. Uh, because I, I'm making a positive change. People say, Linda, if you be around you long enough, People, lives have to change for the better because you care. And people know I care and I do. You know, what a wonderful testimony to have people say that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, very, that's, uh, that would, humbling. They would be very humbling. Yes. 
It's not for me, it's for other people. And like I said, right. once you serve, you you know, you know, continue to serve. So I'm not retired now, I'm still keeping it moving. <laughs> <laughs> you, def you definitely have a servant's heart, that is for sure. That yes, is I got that from my parents, my mother and my father, they both, uh, my father was a pastor and my mother, she was a Christian. And I saw them as a little child, helping people, you know, taking them food, clothes, going to pray with them in the middle of the night, doing all kinds of things. And I'm like, hey, I, I, that's where it's in me. <laughs> yeah, well, you were very blessed, very blessed to have that kind of upbringing. Yes, I did. I did. I, hey, Kim, I learned real life once I went to college and, you know, start dating and doing all those kinds of things. That's when real life start teaching you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they didn't tell me all of that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I you had to learn that, that on your own, huh? Right, I had to learn that on my own. Yeah, once you date and have children and you get, um, you start working, you know, on a job, you learn some things. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Those life lessons, huh? <laughs> life lessons. So everything I talk about, you know, I can say I've I, I either through my work career or my personal life. I know what you're talking about. You mentioned the word empathy earlier. I can empathize with you. I, I, I can do that. And I am going to help raise you to another level. If you're willing and if you're teachable, I can do it. That's the one. That's a big one right there. If you're willing. Yes. Yeah. Some people don't want to change. Everybody. I learned that in all my years. Some people are comfortable. And Kim, that goes back to fear. Yep. You know, you get comfortable where you are. And because I had people say, I, if I, if I move out of my comfort zone, if I go really do this, how are people going to look at me then? I said, they'll see that you accomplished something. You're not where you were. So people, everybody doesn't want to change. I, I learned that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, you know, I feel, um, cause I'm one that welcomes change or, you know, I embrace it a lot of times, even if it doesn't feel, you know, well, look at the last year that we've had just craziness. And right. everyone has went through some form of change over the past year. And to me, I was thinking, okay, well, yeah, this is a big change and oh, lost my job. That's a big change. Um, you know, a lot of life altering things happen to a lot of people, including myself. And I thought, okay, instead of letting fear settle on me, I need to let it bounce. That's how I came up with let fear bounce. I need to let it bounce and embrace the change and look at the positive because there is something positive going to come out of this. And I can honestly say the past year, yes, I've had some really, you know, a few times where you're just going, whoa, whoa, plot twist, plot twist here. Right. Right. But then on the other hand, there's been because of those plot twists, there's been amazing opportunities put in front of me. True. Same here. I say the same thing. And I before um, well, before the pandemic came, I was volunteering. I was doing, you know, live things, doing all of that. And everything came to a halt from March to June. And Kim, I was like, oh God, you gotta help me. I gotta uh, I gotta get out of this 
this funk here because this is the this is what it's gonna be. And I had to redirect myself, my thoughts and stuff. I okay, I can't be out like I was, but now that pushed me to doing things virtual. So in April, I started doing virtual. And I've met so many wonderful people. And a lot of that wouldn't have happened had I, you know, still been going, you know, because virtually you don't have to get, you know, you don't have to leave your house. Right. So that was a good change. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. No, I've met, like you, I have met some amazing people over the past year and from all over the world. Yes. That, that yes. you know, you would not have had the chance or the opportunity to meet before because, you're working full time, you come home, you're tired, right, you know, and taking care of your house stuff. And yeah, I have, uh, I've embraced every opportunity that's come my way. And I'm thankful that I have. Um, and I'm, I thank God for it, because I made sure, you know, I listened to his nudges, or, you know, when he was nudging me, I obeyed. <laughs> right, right. Whereas before I haven't, and it usually never works out great when you don't listen. So <laughs> um, I've, I've embraced as I've embraced the change and the opportunities that have come my way. And it's just been, it's been a very interesting yet amazing past year. And it sounds like it was the same for you. You're embracing it as well. Yes. Cause this is going to be it. And I um, was on a call earlier and I told people, we know what to expect now. Last year was a preparation to get our mindset right and, and to think, be creative. So this year shouldn't be any different. We should just be adding on to what we did last year. And it was rough for me because I lost some family members and, and my niece had a baby. I couldn't go see the baby, you know, everybody out of state. So and couldn't attend funerals. So I had to, you know, I went through some things, but I still made it and I worked through it all. I, I think <clears throat> mindset is huge. Yeah, you're going to have down days. Of course you are. Everybody does. You know, we're, we're all going to. But if you've got that, even that little nugget of a positive mindset, even on the worst of days, you are going to get through it for sure. Yes. So as we wrap this up, Linda, what yes. can you leave with our listeners one piece of advice that they can take away with them and carry with them in the days ahead? I would say to everyone listening, don't give up on you. Do what you have to do to overcome whatever challenges that you have. Reach out to people and know that you're not alone. Just don't give up. Reach out. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you so much, Linda, for joining me on Let Fear Bounce. It's been an absolute pleasure. Same here. Same here. All right. And I wish you the best of luck with your book coming out next month. I will be sure and keep an eye out for it. All right. I'll let you know when it hits, when it hits um, the market. All right. Thanks so much, Linda. And have a blessed afternoon. You too, Kim. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Alrighty. Bye-bye.